world heavyweight champion. You know, girls, why don't you give it to him one more time? That's who's standing here today. The world heavyweight champion. Only one. And you're looking. Oh, girls, I can't stand it. Now I gotta talk. I gotta be quiet. Hey. Hey, fantasy, session, we talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kicker, we need that correction. Talking out, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. What up, though? What's up? What's up? What it is, hope it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session of Podcast. Today is October the 5th. And the boys are back in town as always. If you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe to us, um, comments, YouTube, all the et cetera, et cetera. If you didn't know, we were recording this on Monday night. We got the double header football night going on. So you might get another one of those fastballs coming. <laughs> um, hey, but, yo. Uh, <laughs> fastballs. <laughs> got his ass back. <laughs> but hey, pause. But um, <laughs> what is stupid, man? Uh yeah, how y'all feeling, fellas? Is is week one or well, week four? Week four is in the books. Um, there's a lot of week. Hoping on some Monday night miracles right now. Julian Edelman just caught two passes. That's not what I wanted to see. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Feeling feeling pretty good, man. It was it was a oh it was pretty good week four. Um, you know, uh yeah. So I got like you said, I got a couple player a couple players that still need to go. So like maybe like three matches are still on the line. But overall, pretty good week, man. Uh, not for me. Speak for yourself. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> this week four is terrible. Talk about it, bro. What happened? Man, it's just a lot of BS, bro. COVID, goddamn injuries. Devontae Adams yeah. kind of like, kind of, you know He's a hope for that. Yeah. Like, I, 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 said, it, I said it. I said it was a good, shit. I said it was a good week, man, but we were really close to like, it seemed like we weren't going to have a week, bro. We had the Tennessee Titans game and Pittsburgh. So that was off the table. Then Cam Newton literally just comes out of nowhere and has COVID, bro. I'm like, wow, okay, wow. that's one of my that's one of my quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Then, like, the, did you see the last scare Saturday night about Alvin Kamara possibly <laughs> having COVID? Bro, I was like, oh wow. my god, bro. Yes, <laughs> it was the fullback. The fullbacks, they I guess he had a false positive. So and and uh, Kamara was sitting next to him on the plane ride. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, here we go, bro. It's like it's really happening. Like multiple teams are like. It's about to be an outbreak, bro. Yeah. But luckily, he was good. It was a false positive. Everybody tested negative. They played, you know, and then, of course, we're watching the Patriots and Chiefs, so you know that turned out right. So, hopefully, man, we don't have any more scares like this, man, because that was that was really scary. Hey, bro, tell them about your uh, your score with Griff, man. This is crazy. Yeah, man, I'm in, like, an epic matchup, man. It's one of those, like, unlucky weeks where, like, you're the highest-scoring team or the second-highest-scoring team, and you're facing – the highest scoring team or the second highest scoring team that week, man. So we're both projected to get like 190 plus, man. And and we both have like studs going tonight. So I'm going to be on the edge of my seat, I feel like, all night, man. Yeah. So if you, you have a really Carlos, have a good game, if you don't hear from Carlos, you know what happened. <laughs> I mean, find me on, on the uh, bottom of that bridge. <laughs> 75. <laughs> 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 Fuck it. Can't, can't lose the grip. <laughs> Uh, but on a serious note, man, we want to take the time out to um, give a rest in peace to all the fallen kings and queens out there, especially Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. The list goes on and on and on. So we're going to definitely give out eight second moment of silence to them. All 
All right, so man, we want to tell you about our new partnership with Thrive Fantasy, a daily sporting app for player prop bets. Um, hashtag prop up. They are they have eliminated countless hours of research because of all you have to worry about is the top tier players. They do not only do football, but they do all other sports, um, baseball, basketball, golf. They even do esports. So if you out there in war zone, if you out there clapping it, um, you can even bet on that. You probably could bet on yourself. Um, just make sure you stop by and use promo code FIS50. That's FIS50 to sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus um, off your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy app or visit thrivefantasy.com and sign up today. Yes, sir, man. Hey, y'all know me, man. I love prop bets, bro. I put some in today. So I'm trying to win some money, man, you know, um, and if you don't know what prop bets are, it's basically it's, it's if you want to get into betting, man, I feel and you play fantasy. I feel like prop betting is the way to go because it's basically you're not betting on the whole games. You're betting on the players. So just for example, I have Julian Edelman will have over five receptions. Um, I have Hayden Hurst will have under thirty nine and a half receiving yards. So it's stuff like that. So if you know that a player is going to go bonkers this week, man, and you see the line is set real low, then that gives you an opportunity to win some money, man. So definitely want to sign up for Thrive Fantasy, man, and uh, win some big bucks, man. Bag. Yeah, bro. That's what the boys from the culture do, bro. We lead it to the bag, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Bag. Different, bag. different bags, too. You got the <laughs> daily bag. bag. You got the the season-long bag. You got all the dynasty bag. It's just it's so many bags. You got the spend the night bag. All that, bro. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, it's getting muted again. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to the news and uh, the news and notes of the last time we potted, man. There was a lot of injuries this Sunday. So let's go ahead and break those down. Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler were both sidelined uh, in the first half of their games, and they are expect- <clears throat> expected to miss multiple weeks, man. That's bad news for all uh, Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler owners out there. Their handcuffs are pretty much got already. Kareem uh, Hunts. Oh, boy. Yes. Boy, boy, he was already beasting before this, man. And, you know, get well soon, Chubb. Like, I'm a Chubb owner, so this is horrible news. I traded Kareem Hunt away because I was a Me too. Me too. Me too, man. I traded him away in Marathon, bro. My team would be perfect right now, bro, if I didn't do, make that trade. But, yeah, man, if you have Hunt right now, you're sitting on a gold mine for as long as Chubb is out, man. So, yeah. How do you feel about awesome. um, Joshua Kelly, though? Kelly, I mean, he's gonna. I think it's gonna be a split between him and Justin Jackson, and they might ride like a hot hand approach. I don't think Josh Joshua Kelly is like they have no loyalty to him. So if he's not doing good, I mean, he has two fumbles in two straight weeks. So you know, if that type of play continues, then I can see Justin Jackson, you know, having the better value. But I think they're both they're both must owns right now, and I would you know, of course give Kelly the you know the start to begin. You know, this as long as Eckler's out, but you know, it's it's. I'm not very confident about it. For sure, that um, Daryl Henderson flopped. Um, the whole Rams failed to put up big numbers against the Giants. Uh, like like we hoped. Well, I told y'all in the last episode that Jared Goff wasn't going to do it. It wasn't why he didn't do it, but still, my I was right. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> bro. Hey, if, if the premise was wrong, bro, you can't take you can't take credit for the. Hey, the hey he, bro. he struggled to get that line out. That was bad. <laughs> that was bad, bro. Like nobody, like I expected, like a 15, said, 16 said, point game. You know what I mean? Like that was. I said about. Fitzpatrick was going to score higher than Jared Goff. Yeah, now that yeah, that was always the case, though. I feel like, but 
I, I wasn't here for that debate. I heard y'all having that debate on the show that I missed, but uh, I, I was on Gabe's side, so just Tim <laughs> for the record. Tim Patrick went off against the Broncos, um, and Jerry Judy had a big day uh, Thursday night. That Thursday night football game, we didn't talk about it, but they both had big games. Tim Patrick should definitely be a top waiver pick uh, this uh, this week. Yes, definitely. Um, Jamison Crowder was pretty good Thursday night. Everybody else sucked, but we knew that. Le'Veon Bell is expected to come back on Monday. I mean, on the next week. So how y'all feel about that? Something bad just happened on the game because Carlos just had a deep breath. <laughs> bro, Kelsey almost broke a long fucking touchdown, bro. That was, Damn it. That big 190-plus projection point game I was just telling you guys about, like, yeah, that's he has him. So, all right, carry on. <laughs> Devontae Parker is a must-start now. Carlos said he was going to finish his wide receiver one, and I think he's in the wide receiver one. He was right he now. was close. He was close. I said I wasn't going to rank him there. but I, I ranked him. I ranked surprised. him pretty close. I, hey. I think I had him at 13. I think I had him at – it was close, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this, like, quick thing on Devontae Parker, bro. He's been playing through injuries, and when he goes, he has, like, top corners, he fucking torches him. So, he's not afraid of any opponent that lines up across of him, across from him. So, I think, yeah, hey, you throw him out there no matter what, like, yeah, so he's solidified, bro. A lot of people were still kind of like, was it a fluke? Even though he did it for a long stretch last year. But even this this year, he's playing through injury, man. He's not missing games. Like, he, he would have missed these games, like, early in his career, bro. He was seeing like he was always nicked up with these little injuries. But he's doing it, man. So he's, he's, a, he's legit now, bro. Bill O'Brien finally fired. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> let's go, bro. Oh, my God. It's a little too late, man, but at least they finally came yeah. to their senses, bro, and did this, bro. Like, After they traded DeAndre Hopkins away, weird. They, bro, they're, they're on four, right? Yeah. They have the highest payroll in the entire league, and they don't own their first two picks next year. Cool. So they're doing horrible, and then, like, the they don't even get the, you know, benefit from being horrible this year, bro. Like, that's it. Right. Bro, he destroyed that franchise, bro. So yeah, that's that's bad, man. But at least they got him out of there, bro. He was horrible. Adam Gates next. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Mixon had a great three touchdown game. Um, yes, sir. To the, to, the, <laughs> to, the, to the to the liking of Carlos, I'm pretty sure. Uh, how we feeling about that bet, Gabe? How we feeling, man? <laughs> hopefully, Ty. Hopefully, Ty G put up a big game today, man. Said. Of course, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably a little crazy here. Hopefully, we done recording by the time the Falcons come on. But if the Falcons come on, we're still recording, so I might get a little wild. But anyway, let's, let's speed this up. Um, yeah. <laughs> how did the Cowboys allow over 300 yards in rushing to the Browns, one? Two, how did the Browns put up 49 points with Baker Mayfield throwing less than 200 yards? How's that possible? That was horrible, bro. Like, <laughs> it just the one, the one week they, they put up 49 points, bro. Javar La- Jarvis Landry <laughs> throws one of the touchdowns. Odell Beckham runs a 50-yard rushing touchdown. Like, bro, 2020, bro. 2020 is here, man. Hey, not only that, bro. Dog, the third string running back almost went for 100 yards. Yeah, Deionis Johnson? Yes. Yeah, so he's, 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 up too. Yeah, yeah, he's another one of those pickup. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Antonio Gibson. Speaking of running backs, oh, we all want to talk about Baker Mayfield right quick, but we we're gonna talk about him in the episode, so we'll get to him. Yeah. Um, uh, Antonio Gibson had a big game against. Uh, he start, he scored the, the first rushing touchdown against the Ravens defense. Uh, like Antonio mentioned, nobody had rushed to, uh, scored a rushing touchdown against them, but um, Antonio Gibson, man, he had a, a good game last week. He had a RB one game. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, he did, bro. And it was in a tough matchup, too, bro. Yeah. And the crazy thing was, like, he did it through the air, which was, like, the big issue, like, for Antonio Gibson. Because, you know, they have uh, – what's that bum's name? Um, Payne Barber. Nah, nah, nah. He's the ultimate bum. The other bum. J.D. McKenzie. Yeah, like, yeah. he's – he was still in the passing game, but with Antonio Gibson getting over five targets against the Ravens and breaking one for like forty plus yards, throwing that uh, that big play uh, potential that he has, hey man, uh, I believe you could put Antonio Gibson. You can stash him as a, uh, or you can have him slotted as RB two for the rest of the year, easy. Yeah, because he's always, he always he brings that he brings that upside, brother, where he can like you know even if it was a bad matchup and you probably had other players to start over him. Like if you were in a pinch, bro, you could have started him, bro, because he we always know he had that breakaway speed to like you know make your day in one play so definitely uh good to see him like adjusting well to you know this position because you know he's still pretty new to the position man but new to the game it's crazy bro and it it is weird though like uh mckissick still out snapped him it was only about three but that might have been because they were trailing about so much the whole game but you know he still got the touches like he still dominated them in touches bro Hey, did y'all see he, uh, Peyton Barber get stuffed at the goal line? Yeah, I was just about to say that, bro. Like he, yeah. All Gibson owners need to thank Peyton Barber for being a bum, bro. Because I have never seen that before in my life, bro. Like he, it was literally on a half inch line, bro. He gets the ball and he, like he has his mind made up. Like he's like, bro, I'm about to jump over this pile, bro. He gets the ball, tries to jump over a pile, bro, and literally somebody meets him halfway and he goes flying backwards, bro. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't think he got another touch the game either, bro. <laughs> bro, he lost a yard, bro. How you jump in the air and lose a yard? Like, what? Yes, man, four momentum, bro. How you go backwards, bro? <laughs> like, the laws of physics don't even apply there. Like, bro, you supposed to at least get an inch. You lost a whole yard, bro. Insane, bro. Insane. Y'all got any other news and notes? Nope. Uh, you got any take Carlos takeaways after the Monday uh after the Sunday games? Um, I did, man, but I think we're gonna go ahead and like one of these players we're gonna talk about in the um in this the next uh segment. So I, I got one. Yeah. I, yeah, I got one. Since you got one, I'll go my I'll go one. So you go first though. All right, I was gonna say, um, I think like the biggest loser would be uh Mike Jesus uh Jesseski. <laughs> anyway, bro, like, yeah, man, um, man, it, it really, it really wasn't what I hoped for because uh, he had an eight catch, one hundred thirty yard game, and then he followed it up with just one catch and fifteen yards. You know what I'm saying? Each of his last two, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we were hoping that this was going to be the breakout year for big old Mike down in Miami, but uh, and man, we just gotta, uh, I guess, like, like uh, last episode, and I was corrected that touchdowns aren't king, like, uh, volumes Are king. You? Touchdowns are cool when you're getting volume. You know what I'm saying? So, if he's getting the volume and he's getting the touchdowns, cool. But from the looks of it, bro, these last two games, man, it's, it's – man, you can you can probably put him back on your bench and just just wait until he he shows you consistently that he can put up those big games that he displayed in uh, week two. Yeah, yeah I, I I definitely wouldn't force him in my lineup, bro, if I had better options. Um, but I still think the, be- the better days are ahead with him, man. He still led them in snaps at the tight end position. Uh, I want to say he was uh, running a lot of – like he was top five in routes run, and he runs all his routes from the slot pretty much too. So mm. I think the targets will come eventually, man. Like he had a blow-up game, so you know he could do it. But, you know, I'm not – like you said, I'm not – I am tempering expectations now, again, like I was, you know, before he had that breakout game. But he's the highest-graded tight end. He's uh, up there in yards per route run. He's up there in routes. So – I'm going to still roll with him, man. But, you know, if you have other options, definitely. I mean, don't force him in your lineup. This was just about the matchup for me. Yeah. 
Uh, what's your takeaway, Love? Okay, my takeaway is is Dak Prescott the number one quarterback for the rest of the season. Ooh. So his 16, 16 or 1,690 yards through four weeks is the most by any player in history, bro. Bro, his 16-game pace, 800 attempts, 548 completion, 6,600 no, 6,760 yards, 36 touchdowns, and 508 points, bro, is his 16-game pace, bro. Like, no, he's not going to get that, bro. But he's going to – like, that just shows that he's going to put up points all year, bro, and it's going to keep happening, bro, unless they trade for a whole bunch of stud defenders, man. Their defense is horrible, bro. They're letting the fucking Browns put up 49 points on them, bro. That tells me that their defense is horrible and it's going to keep happening all year, which means Dak Prescott is the number one quarterback in my rest of the season rankings, man. That's pretty big. You can tell they're watching Falcons, bro. Everybody's like, Josh Allen only 362 yards away from that. So that's kind of crazy also. That's, that's a lot, bro. 362 yards is a lot. I'm, not, I'm just saying, but that's a fun Exactly, bro. <laughs> That's a whole, it's, that's just, like, it's just the fact. It's just the fact that their defense is so bad, and yeah. like their their offense is so good, bro. Like it's so, like it's just it's a recipe for success in fantasy, bro. When you're picking quarterbacks, man. Yeah, it's pretty good, bro. That's two whole games for Baker Mayfield, three hundred sixty-two yards. Just to let you know. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Gross. All right, so let's get into yeah, any more takeaways. Nope. Sorry. So let's get into the episode. We're going to uh, break away from the traditional waiver wire episode because it wasn't really, it really weren't that many waivers, you know what I'm saying? Crazy waivers, mm-hmm. but we'll have the waiver article like always at um, ffnsession.com. So make sure you go check it out there just to get our waiver uh, pick pickups. We're going to do what we uh, episode like we did last year called, um, what did we call it last year? I think it was calling it take it to trial or take it to court, but dealing with the system and the auto systematic injustices right now, we're going to go ahead and do, take a left turn from that. And we're going to call it getting kicked out the club, you know, or out the uh-huh. session, out the session. Yes, sir. Out the session. So, you know what I'm saying? These players are either going to be invited to the session. They can stay or they can't stay or we're going to kick them out or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or they may get put on the wait list. You know what I mean? They might have to come through the bounce and they might have to have Javar mm-hmm. check them down at, at the door. Speaking yeah, of Javar, yeah. shout out Javar. Out, yes, sir. All right, so our first player up to bat, you know what I'm saying? He, he, on, the, he on the guest list right now. He's the number 16-ranked quarterback um, in fantasy. He has 97 completions out of 160 attempts, 930 yards, four touchdowns, seven gross interceptions, rushed the ball 19 times for, ele- uh, for 111 yards and has three rushing touchdowns. His name is Carson Wentz. Antonio – what do you, can can Carson Wentz come to the session or what? How you feeling about Carson Wentz right now? Uh, nah, bro. Nah, man. Carson Wentz, he gonna have to wait in that free line, that long ass free line. <laughs> like he can't skip to get inside the session, bro. Like honestly, if you ask me, bro, because like uh, he hasn't been the same since he got hurt and Nick Foles took his team to the Super Bowl, bro. Like he hasn't been that same first round pick. So uh, I would he, he's gonna have to wait. Honestly, his team hasn't been the same either since that happened. Man, yeah, but he's they—they they named his like his weapons that he's had throughout his career, bro. And it's—I mean—it's pretty much on par with what he got now, bro. He's looked way better. Maybe he's just tired of it, like man, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, Nico. See, so he got three rushing touchdowns already. Probably doing him like you know he's going. Uh, is it no? Not Bobby Boucher. Who's the uh, quarterback from a uh, longest yard? Remember they all quit on him, bro, and he had to. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever his Adam Sandler's name was in that shit. Yeah, it was. I forgot his character's name, but yeah, I agree, man. Um, you name some stats, bro. I'm gonna name some even grosser stats, bro. 
27th in adjusted completion percentage. So with all these quarter uh, receivers dropping passes, bro, that takes into account, bro. He's still 27th in adjusted completion percentage. 18th in yards, 23rd in, in touchdowns. Um, on deep passes, he's 26th in adjusted completion percentage. And then you might be like, man, they got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of injuries to their offensive line. Man, he ain't got no time in the pocket, bro. Wrong. 32nd in passer rating from a clean pocket, bro. A clean pocket, bro. And he's still 32nd in passer rating, bro. That's gross. That's nasty. I'm booting him the farthest away from the club, bro. Sorry, uh, pork man, bro. I know that's your boy, man. I know you're a uh, Philly fan, bro. But he, he is droppable. Get your ass out of here. Yeah, he, he's droppable, man. But I will say 20 point 20 plus the last two games. Because he's so, rushing. So maybe I'll yeah, yeah, because he's right. If he keeps doing that, then yeah, okay, maybe he deserves a spot on your bench, man. But I think I'm 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 dropping him. Fuck that. Wipe his nose, bro. Get him out of here. If it's somebody else out there, I definitely want somebody else. Yeah. Aaron Jones. <laughs> he didn't even name no player, just anybody else, bro. Just give me him <laughs> over Carson Wentz right now. Anybody. Yeah, pretty much. Um the next player we got coming up to the door, we got uh, good old Baker Mayfield. He's in all the commercials, but he's only ranked number 26 in fantasy. His team is winning, though. 72 completions, 115 yards, 729 yards, seven touchdowns, only two interceptions, rushing the ball nine times for 15 yards, no touchdowns. How do y'all feel about um, – uh, well, how do you feel about Baker, Carlos? And to mention, uh, Brian Hoyer just got pulled. Did he? Cause I don't, they just so he didn't throw that. T- sit him through that touchdown. I don't know who threw it, but sit him, right. sit him through a touchdown yeah. to, uh, in the kill Harry. Nice. Yeah, there you go. But uh, but yeah, speaking of Baker, man. So you know how sometimes, like you know, when you're doing your your research process, man, and you know the games are being played. Like the process was right, but the results are wrong. Like something he got injured, or just something happened where you know the process was solid, man, but the results just didn't work out. Baker, that wasn't the case for me. That's my fault, bro. Like, my process was wrong on there, man. Like, the same thing we said about Dak, like the formula for success for, you know, a fantasy quarterback, it doesn't apply to Baker, bro. He has a great defense. So, like, more times than not, they're going to keep him in games. Mm-hmm. So, where he didn't, he's not going to need to run, bro. Like, he threw – they scored 49 points, man, and put up 169 yards, bro. So, while Baker is doing good in real life, bro, he's just not going to do anything for you in fantasy, bro. He had a great game and put up – 15 points yesterday, bro. Something so he has, z- yeah, zero games of 300 plus yards, 28th in yards, um, 22nd in pass attempts, and then he's only averaging 14.2 points per game, bro. So yeah, he's a he's a drop. He's yeah. a drop. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. He's completing just over 60 percent of his passes too, man. Which ain't bad, but you know, that he that's not his, what they asking him to do right now. Yeah, nah. that, the odds he's passing the odds. He looks good out there, bro. Like he's. Bro, I'm, I'm curious to see what his adjusted completion per- is. That is his adjusted completion percentage. Nah, that's just overall completion. Okay. Um. Yep. Also, bro, he's thrown over 200 yards just one time this year, bro. One time, and that was 219, bro, against Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, bro. They don't need him to pass the ball like that, bro. So, I mean, it's working out for them in, in real life, but fantasy, bro, we don't want nothing to do with you, bro. Uh, now on to the running backs. Uh, we got the boys. Give your, give your. Uh, did you say who, what you thought about him? Is he a drop? Oh yeah, he's. I think he's a drop for me. Oh, okay. On to the running backs, man. Somebody near and dear to my heart, only because he wears that Atlanta Falcon jersey. 
Ty Gurley, he's playing tonight, so we might hold, you know what I'm saying, our, my final judgment until after what, see what he does tonight. It's not looking good. <laughs> but he's the 33rd, uh, 38th ranked um, running back in PPR, 49 attempts, 197 yards, two touchdowns, seven targets, three yards on those targets. It's not looking pretty for my boy Ty, Ty G out there. I don't Like, like I said, I want to see what he does today. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because he can definitely turn it around. I'm pretty sure that you had Joe Mixon on your list <laughs> before yesterday, yeah, bro. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, one game can change your whole perspective on a player, bro. Like, so, like, like I mentioned before, man, he's getting the the valuable touches. You know what I'm saying? Where they matter at in that in the in that ten yard um ten yard radius, they're giving the ball to Ty Gurley. He just has to punch it in there. And like I mentioned before, I think it was it was a me an episode with me and Tonio. Um, they've taken Edo Smith off the field last game. So if he gets even just 10% of those touches, that'll increase his value. And I think, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Eventually, unless he's just really, really trash, eventually, if he keeps getting 20 plus touches a game, like something has to happen. Uh, I, yeah, I, I got him on my waiting list right now. Yeah, I would say um, wait. I wouldn't drop him necessarily. Um, he's still getting used to a new system, a new offensive line. Um, I think uh, last, yeah, last last week was uh, yeah, so he showed some still uh, he showed some good athletic ability that he uh, that he still retained some like he uh, avoided three tackles. Uh, he had his longest run of the year. Uh, it's only sixteen yards, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying the man got arthritis in his knee. To like, what do you expect, bro? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the way you said that shit, though, bro. He had the longest run of his of his year. It was only 16 yards, but <laughs> longest though. Yeah. Keywords. Yeah. yeah. And he he's only rushed over 70 yards, which was last week. He got 80, which wasn't 100. So, I mean, it's five yeah, points I mean, yards attempt. He I agree with y'all. He's a he's a weightless for me, bro, because at the end of the day, he's still part of a high powered offense. So even, you know, if he's not doing well, he's gonna have opportunities to score. And he's is gonna get the bulk of the work. It's just why he's on a wait list for me is because of his passing game work, man. He's 46 in targets, even though that can come up. That's, you know, that's before the game's being played. And he only has three yards on those targets, bro. And oh. even last year, I think he averaged like 10 yards uh, a game, receiving yards per game. Like he had like three targets a game last year, but he had 10 yards, you know, on those same averages. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they saw something, like I said last week, man. Maybe they saw something that we just didn't know, bro, with Gurley in the past game. It would be awesome for him to, you know, pick up in that department. But even if he doesn't, man, with him being able to score, you know, have a good chance at a touchdown every week and, you know, getting a lot of carries, bro, he, he'll have some good weeks for you. You just got to pick your spots with him. Really has three yards on three catches, bro. That is um, – wow, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. PFF only has him for four targets, but he he definitely got five tar- – well, Sleeper has him as five, having five targets in the first yeah, week. Yeah, Huh? Yeah, they got him because he had five the first week, bro. But maybe the Falcons was like, you know, they were probably saying the same shit. Like, bro, what they say he want, they want he can't be using the passing game. Man, let's try it out, bro. Gave hmm. was that five targets, bro. He got two yards. It was like, oh, yep, they're right. <laughs> they're right, guys. They're right. Take him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the next running back, you know, what I'm saying we all probably, you know, I didn't, but people drafted him as a running back one, you know what I mean? Was in that first round, maybe that early second round, depending on, you know what I'm saying, where you were drafting at, what kind of league you were in. He's the number 34 ranked running back in PPR right now with 67 attempts, 254 yards, only one touchdown. Five, 
only five targets. He's caught all five of them, though. How do y'all feel about Keon Drake? Man, you can drop his ass. Well, we know how we feel about Keon Drake. <laughs> well, well r- yeah, definitely rage. If you're raging right now, drop him, bro. But the landscape we're in, bro, it's hard. It's going to be hard for me to drop running backs, man. Yeah. Um, true. But, you know, he ha- he's definitely a huge disappointment right now, bro. And I think because with him, he's sixth in rush attempts and 11th in rush yards. So he's getting the volume. He's getting the snaps, bro. He di- I think he had like 75% of the snaps yesterday, bro. So he's getting his, the, the volume, bro. But the same thing that applied to Gurley is kind of applying to him, bro. Not that he's bad in the passing game, but he's 42nd in targets through four weeks, bro. He has less targets than Derrick Henry, of all people, Cal Juszczyk, and Latavius Murray, bro. So, yeah, he was averaging like – I think he was on pace for like 70 targets in them, in them games that he went, you know, when he was with Arizona last year. Right. So, you know, every – Everybody was expecting him to get targeted in the passing game, bro. Like, he's not being targeted. So, until that happens, bro, I'm keeping him on my bench, bro. He's on the waiting list. Yo, yeah. could, that be, could that be due to DeAndre Hopkins? Possibly. Possibly, bro. Yeah. I, I think – remember I said that. I said, man, DeAndre Hopkins going to be there. And then Javar said, what is that going to do to the offense? That's going to make the offense better. He's going to be better. No, no, bro. It should have opened up more shit, bro. It's plenty of times where, you know, you have a dominant fucking – a dominant receiver and they still target their running back. I mean, look at Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, bro. You know? I mean, Drew Brees throws the ball. He doesn't throw the ball past 10 yards, bro. Like, Yeah, that's true. No, no cap. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to go to Alvin Kamara. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. Okay. Yeah, all right. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 possible, yeah. but you know, it's what it is. I said temper y'all expectations. Nobody wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, he, that was that was one of the easiest defense to run against last uh, in Carolina, bro. So yeah, yeah. definitely mm-hmm. panicking. And but I'm not dropping him yet. I'm just keeping him. On I think it. he got hurt, so I think that's that's one of the reasons why he kind of didn't. No, he didn't get hurt. He had the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, his pride he, got hurt. That was the only thing that was wrong. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shit. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> you can drop his ass. <laughs> like, shit. On to, the, on to um another set of running backs. This is actually a trio. Um, Cam Akers, we know he was hurt. He's been out for a, a couple of weeks now. But Daryl Henderson had a big week last week with over 100 yards, and he, I think he scored a touchdown. This week he had eight carries, only 22 yards, and one target. Malcolm Brown, on the other hand, who had a, a, a poor week last week, came out and had a nine targets, 37 yards, and got six targets. So what's going on in that Rams backfield? I think that's what – I think I thought we were going to be able to go with Daryl Henderson on going forward, and we were, you know what I mean? That's that's what we were locked and loaded with. But clearly, Sean McVay thinks otherwise. I don't understand that at all, man. He went week three. He got the ball 20 times, man. And he showed you what he can do with it. And then you just turn around and you give him the ball eight times. Like, what did so Malcolm Brown do? Like, who dicked he Nothing. Sucked? He didn't do – he wasn't special yesterday. Like, I'll see if he was, like, doing better than him, bro. But we we watched some of that game yesterday, too. And it wasn't anything he did nothing special, special bro. with Malcolm Brown, bro. So Nothing. Yeah. Bro. And it's just the, the 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 revolving door continues, bro. We had two consistent weeks, bro. So we thought we had something, man. And then McVay's like, nope, sorry, guys. Um, and then when Akers comes back, bro, <laughs> nothing is telling me that he won't be equally used, bro. Exactly. When he gets back, bro. So they're all – they're maybe flex plays, man. Like on on, on spots. You got to pick your spots with them again, bro. They're, they're flex plays, bro. Like when you can – you know, exploit a uh, bad defense against the run or when, you know, one of them's missing, bro, from the lineup. So, 
Go hey, definitely not definitely not dropping because they are running the ball a hell of a lot, bro. So hey, not, what we said yesterday, uh <laughs> Malcolm Brown already used his one good week of the year on week one. So yeah. like everybody else, Darrell Henderson and Acres, I'll let I'll let them stay in the line to come to the parking uh to the party. But Malcolm Brown, bro, you're gonna have to wait outside in the car, bro. Like Who facts, bro. Going for which one would you want out of that backfield? I'm taking Darrell Henderson, bro. That's like he he produced with uh, his touches. I mean, outside of the Giants game, but like week two, week three, man, he did yeah. his thing. You know what I'm saying? Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, Malcolm Brown for me. Yeah, that order. Daryl Henderson. And what we wrote the Rams running backs up, but this also applies to the um Ravens running backs, because they yep. also have three running backs all playing snaps, and the um it's another one out there. The Lions. <laughs> the Lions, bro. The Lions, bro. But really, <laughs> AP's old ass is the one dominating the snaps, bro. That's just, it's yeah. just, yeah. It's weird. That shit is so nasty. Coach? Coach? Uh, I, don't, I don't see them continuing that, bro, because they are literally – they literally didn't do shit with these <laughs> – like, Wilkins averaged 1.7 yards per carry, bro. So, yeah. if they do that shit again, bro, like, yeah, I'll just, bro. But Frank Wright is – don't be stupid, bro. Yeah, Come on, I'm man. with the jokes, man. The Falcons are so trash. But anyway, um, <laughs> on to the wide receivers. Uh, DJ Moore, man, um, he he's he's not being the D- – well, I don't know if he's not being the DJ Moore. It's just Robbie Anderson is being what Robbie Anderson should have been the whole time while he was with the Jets. And it's just now happening um, for him out there with Teddy, Teddy, uh, Teddy Two Gloves. How do you feel about DJ Moore going forward? I feel like he's just a, a wide receiver too now for me. Um, it's just temper expectations. I'm not. You're not going to get that draft capital that you uh, where you drafted him at, and you just have to realize that. So if you could trade him right now, hopefully he has a big game. Maybe you can get him off or something like that. But I definitely think he's a, a prime trade target for somebody who's missing wide receiver help right now, or who needs wide receiver help right now. Did you did you notice how Gage just asked himself a question? Yeah, he did. <laughs> what yeah, do you think sure. about him? Well, I think about him. <laughs> Let me go. Well, um, well self. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. Um, yeah, it's it's not what we planned, bro. Like we expected him to be the alpha dog out there, bro, to dominate them in targets. But through four weeks, him and Robbie are only four or t- two targets apart. Robbie has thirty four to DJ's thirty two. Um. DJ, uh, Robbie Anderson has 100 more yards than him. He has, and he's 11th in points per game compared to 34th in points per game for DJ. So DJ's not getting the yards, and he doesn't have a touchdown yet. Um, so yeah, he's he's. I'm not dropping him, of course. I'm definitely not dropping him, bro. Yeah, um, and I'm st- I'm still playing him, bro. I'm still gonna play him, bro. I think his touchdowns will come, bro. He's getting targeted enough to if if Robbie Anderson can do it, I believe DJ will eventually be able to do it. It just. Uh, you just got to temper expectation. I mentioned it last week that I was probably going to be ranking him like, you know, um, high end wide receiver two. He's, he's kind of flirting with that middling uh, wide receiver two for me now, bro, or maybe even lower, but I definitely going to have Robbie Anderson very close to him or above him in the rankings from now on. Yeah. Is he supposed to be their possession wide receiver? Because when he came out of Maryland, like he was a, a big play threat and they're not using him in that fashion exactly. at all. Exactly. I'm, not, I'm not sure about his uh like his deep targets or anything or his A dot like where they're targeting him, but it's not looking good, man. It's just I was expecting to have a, a breakout stud receiver, bro. But it's 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 a new offensive system, new quarterback, bro, and you know got to take that into account going forward, bro. Speaking of a former stud, um, I think we looked it up today. AJ Green was the highest targeted wide receiver. No, he's tenth in targets. 
Tenth in targets. And what was the last thing you said about him? <laughs> Hold your nose, guys. 94th in points per game. Jesus. Wow. Uh, so I think we all expect him to, you know what I'm saying, have a little bounce back year because he was healthy. He was on the field finally. I mean, he's getting the target. So what's the dealio? Hey, could this be rest? Because he didn't play last year. He struggled to play the year before that. Like, How many games are going to give him for rest, though? That's yeah. what people were saying, like, after the first two games. And then two games later, he still is like he's like he's looking worse a little bit. He's out yeah. there in snaps. He, he's, like, second on the team in um, snaps. But, bro, the production, man, is horrible, bro. And if with this – and, like, with these stats, bro, they're not going to keep targeting him, bro. Like, it's yeah. – I just don't see it happening. He's 94th in points per game and 73rd in yards, bro. So, yeah. Honestly – Yeah, for AJ Green, man, he might just be washed, bro. He is a drop. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely a drop, man. And I think it's time for him to get out of Cle- uh, Cincinnati, bro. He's going to somewhere else for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's time to go somewhere else, man. I imagine if he goes to, like, a, a, a different team, bro, we'll get the old AJ. We'll at least get, like, glimpses of him. But right now, bro, with a rookie quarterback, man, new – uh, not really a new coach staff. This is their second year. And they got, like, they got two emerging wide receivers, T. Higgins and um, boy, man, over there. Like, he's no longer the alpha dog in that receiver room anymore. Facts. Tyler Boyd is his name. Yes, sir. And Michael Gallup is looking like he's the number three out of that wide receiver, that daily wide receiver group um, out there in Dallas. C.D. Lamb had a big two-touchdown game last week, so uh, people are saying that that was his emergent game. Of course, Amari Cooper is just doing Amari Cooper things, as always. He's um, he's still getting the targets just because of, you know what I'm saying, how much the Dallas Cowboys are throwing the ball, but eventually I'm assuming they expect, oh, the Falcons just got a turnover on the goal line. Assuming, I, I'm assuming they are expecting to not be, you know what I'm saying, playing from behind as much. So who do you, which wide receiver do you think, well, besides CeeDee Lamb, I mean, besides Amari Cooper, between CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup will suffer more from, you know, the Cowboys and more regular scoring games, if I will. That's That's a big if, bro. Yeah. Like we mentioned earlier, bro, their defense is really bad, bro. It's like historically bad, bro. 50 points every game? Though? I mean, 50 points every game? Bro, it might, they bro. Might they to. might have to, bro. It's happening every single week, bro. Like, I didn't yeah. think no way the Browns were going to put up 50 points on them, bro. They did bro. that shit. They gave up 300 yards rushing, bro, to Kareem <laughs> Hunt and the Ernest Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some Nick Chubb, bro. But, like, yeah, that defense is porous, bro. They're going to have to put up 34 points a game, bro. And I think Michael Gallup got the squeeze out of that because uh, C.D. Lamb is kind of – I feel like he's similar to Amari Cooper. He's a good route runner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They can create separation. Michael Gallup is a downfield stretcher, bro. You know yep. what I'm saying? The, mm-hmm. To prevent that, put a safety over top. You can take him out just like that, bro. Yeah, man. Like like you said, with the offense being so explosive, bro, he's still going to have his spots, bro. You're still going to be able to play him some weeks, you know, but, you know, we were going into this year putting Gallup second and CD third, bro. That's flip-flop now, bro, because out of the top three, he's last in targets, receptions, yards. And he's, he's leading he's leading um, CD Lamb in snaps played. So he's out there more than him, and he's still producing less than him, bro. And, um, you know, he's 41st in points per game, 20th in uh, – or CD is 20th and Cooper six in points per game. So he's, like, last out of all three of them, man. He's third – Third on the pecking order now, bro. With Schultz probably, you know, taking some of his targets too, bro, because he's looking good out there. Exactly. So, yeah, man, he's uh, he's he's on a wait list. Though. I'm not cutting him yet. He's on a wait list. If I needed to cut him, you know, it depends what I needed. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be opposed to it at this point, but um, yeah, he's a, a wait list for me though. I Would think you I made him for James Robinson. Was that his name? The backup running back in Cleveland out there for Kareem Hunt. Uh, Dearness Johnson. Uh, Dearness Johnson. Damn, Dearness, bro. I don't know that what. Three times. <laughs> Dearness Johnson. Would you cut him? For, would you? Would you cut uh, Michael Gallup if you just needed a running back for Dearness Johnson? Yeah, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't, man. That was uh, Kareem Hunt. Like Kareem Hunt's gonna get the bulk of the work. Dearness yeah, Johnson. He up. did good. He did good, but I don't think he's gonna be using a passing game like uh, Kareem Hunt was. So. One second, bro. Hey, he also Dearness Johnson led the team. With 13 carries, just to let y'all know that. Yeah, but you know he uh, Hunt had that groin groin injury coming into the game, so they probably didn't put it a lot of on his plate like you you know would have wanted him to, bro. But if he's fully healthy, bro, you gotta imagine that Hunt's gonna be the leader in carries, bro. Oh yeah, facts. Again, to answer your question though, bro, me personally, I would drop Michael Gallup, bro, for DeAndre Johnson. If if I didn't need Michael Gallup, if I had like DJ Moore, like I would just stick with. I would go pick up Dearness Johnson, drop Michael Gallup, who's seen okay, who's seen five or fewer targets in three out of the four games, compared to Amari Cooper, who's seen fifty-one targets through four games. Like, yeah. he's he, he's he's like his 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 role in the offense to me is to stretch the field, bro. Who's seen fifty-one targets in four games? Amari Cooper. Oh, okay, okay. I'm about to say, wait, Gallup saw fifty-one targets? No, no, no. I said five or fewer in three out of the four okay. games. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, the last party, you know what I'm saying, the last group that's trying to get into the session is pretty smoked out in here by now. We got Evan Ingram, tight end from the Green Bay Giants. Um, wow. What? Wow. <laughs> what? what? Hey, wow. Bro. Let's get hey. Gabe out of here so you can watch this get goddamn here. game. Yeah, <laughs> this motherfucker wow. said the Green Bay Giants. <laughs> bro, he, bro, he relocated a, he, re, he relocated two teams, bro. <laughs> Two teams. He said it slow too, bro. Evan Ingram of the Green Bay Giants. Tight end and people. Nah, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. You just no, 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 no. We all laugh about this for a little bit. What boy said? Evan Ingram of the Green Bay Giants. <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Evan Ingram. Green Bay, no, because it's Green no, Bay no. Giants, bro. Where is Gabe? Where is Gabe's brain at right now? <laughs> on his fuck. game. On his game, bro. We got to get out of here. All right, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. We on um, that Gabe time. <laughs> 30, 30 targets. Uh-oh, here comes the girl. Let's get it. Oh, watch out for your leg, bro. 30 targets, um, 17 catches, 131 yards, um, 7.7 yards per catch. No touchdowns yet. Uh, we expected, I expected a lot more targets th- shown his way since uh, Saquon Barkley out and pretty much every other wide receiver that plays for the Giants, but he's not producing. You know, he's not doing what, what an effective tight end would do. How do y'all, I feel like he's now, if not streamable, he's droppable for me. If you feel like there's some a, another tight end out there like Mo Ali Cox, I would drop Mo Ali Cox for Evan Ingram, or I would even try to, you know, if just off name value alone, try to see if I could throw some trade value out there for Evan Ingram, especially in dynasty leagues, like an add-on piece or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Just, just for his name, you know what I mean? Because he's getting it's, the targets. It's just it, yeah, exactly. Oh. He's second. He's second. I, I think I read that right. He's second in targets in the whole league among tight ends. Well, that's before Kelsey played, but still, mm-hmm. he's he's up there in tight ends, in right, targets among tight ends. Um, but he just hasn't been doing nothing, bro. You don't like Evan Ingram out there, bro. I don't know yeah. if he's still hurt or they just or the Giants. I would just, say they're not. I would say they're not involving him, bro. <laughs> but your top three in targets, bro, like that's horrible, bro. Eighteenth in yards. Oh, the Giants just not good. Yep. 
uh, 18th yards, 27th in points per game. And um, he's second among tight ends in routes run. So it's like he's getting targets. He's running a lot of routes, bro. He's a drop for me, bro. I'm not I'm, – I'm one of those owners that don't like to hold two tight ends on my squad on redraft, bro. So if you're not producing for me, bro, you you out of here, bro. Kick him out the club. Yeah, who would you who here, would you bro. pick up for Evan Ingram this week? This week, I haven't done started my uh, deep dive into my research, huh? I'm just saying, there's some random names off the top of my head. MBS, MBS. Oh yeah, just for any other, yeah, 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 any other players, any other. You just talking about tight ends, but yeah, mm-hmm. like MBS. I like um, if Justin Jefferson's still by chance out there. T Higgins, if he's still out there. Damian Harris. Yeah, Damian Harris, who's looking okay. I mean, he's not looking. He's not really doing anything special, but he's looking better than Sony. He, you can just look average and be better than look better than Sony. I think he'll look better if Cam was a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Because they know they're going to be running. Don't forget Robert Tunyon too, man. Uh, If you're on sleeper, uh, he's actually a dual position player. So that's a that. Yeah, that's a a good uh, that's a good uh, player to target if you're dropping Evan Ingram. Yeah, man. Um, on to our last player trying to get into the session, Zach Ertz. Um, Dallas Goddard went down, what was that, last week or the week before? Mm-hmm. I think it was last week. Uh, so uh, he's caught 19 balls on 29 targets, 139 yards, only one touchdown. Last week was his first full game without um, Goddard there. He saw the least target amounts uh, since the season started with five. He caught four of them, only nine yards. It was pretty gross. Um, he's been averaging around seven, eight catches, uh, seven, eight targets a game. So that's a one-off game for me. I still think um, Zach Ertz is going to produce because just because simply the lack of people out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh oh man, one more week of this, and I might have to. It was only one week in, of it, though. It was only he, one week of it. He but he's nineteenth in points per game. He's nineteenth in points per game. It's just it's touchdowns. Yeah, he has one touchdown after four games. It's just the one touchdown. Yeah, I'm not I mean, yeah, he he still he's still well. He's middle of the, he's middle of the packing yards. Uh, I guess he's 15th in yards. Um, like I said, he's he's 19th in points per game. He is getting the targets, bro. But like you said, I thought he would be more involved or go there out, bro. So that's yeah. what I was saying. Like it's I'm not doing it yet. I'm, I'm I'll probably start him still just because like it's nobody else out there. But but if he, if he keeps doing this, bro, he might be a drop candidate. Soon, bro, because that just whole offense just looks before yesterday. They looked okay. Even yesterday, they had a back, you know, Mullins kind of lost that game for him, bro. Yeah. But I mean, he did enough. He did enough to win the game, bro. He just not, he doesn't look like the same Ertz as he did, bro. And I don't know if y'all saw that, uh, that account on Twitter, bro, where it's, uh, it's named Did Ertz Break a Tackle, bro? It's right. just, that's the name of it. And it's just a whole bunch of tweets of, nope, nope, <laughs> nah, not today. Nope, bro. He's, 50, he's 54th in yards at the contact per attempt, bro. So, like, he's bad at breaking tackles, bro. He's not getting yards. So, start him, but temporary expectation, bro. If it keeps happening, bro, we'll have to re- reevaluate. He might be just be a streamer. Yeah. Yeah, bro. He's only cracked over 20 yards. He's only one over 20 yards receiving. Fuck. With uh, 42 yards week two, 70 yards week three. Um, he's avoided one tackle through four games, man. It's, uh, yeah, he's looking pretty old out there right now. Kind of like, remember when Tony G came to the Falcons and he'll goddamn catch the ball and do that little post up like he finna yeah. Yeah. move yeah. Spin move. and like go nowhere? Yeah, that's exactly what it's looking like right now. But he can't do it properly. <laughs> no, nah, he can't. <laughs> just spin and fall, big dog. Spin and they fall. just be waiting for his ass. <laughs> you <laughs> you, you done spinning? <laughs> Hopefully you get into the end zone, man. I doubt it. 
I mean, he got somebody got to. <laughs> you can't keep running the ball in there. Yeah, Who? Who we talking about? Uh, Carson Wentz. Shit, he might have to, man. He might have to break his back to do that shit, man. Hey yo. Uh, anybody, anybody else? Y'all want to um, right quick before we get out nope. of here? Nope. That's that covers it. That covers it. That about does about that. Bop, bop, bop. Just like that. We're seeing uh, mother. Uh, like always, man, or not like always, because it's the first time. Make sure you go to, like I said before, go to thrivefantasy.com or go get the Thrive Fantasy app in the, in the app store, wherever you uh, get your apps at. Um, FIS50. 